0: The Floatcast is brought to you by FlotationLocations.com. They are the world's premier isolation tank directory and flotation resource center. Their website provides the most reliable and up-to-date global locator for float tank locations and manufacturers. They houses social media pages, newsletters, blogs, and much more, so you can remain updated in this growing industry. If you are interested in floating, you can find a location near you using the fastest and most comprehensive search engine available. If you're a float center or tank manufacturer and haven't teamed up with them yet, it is time to get found. From educating educating new floaters, providing premium advertising for float tank businesses, flotation Locations aspires to be the industry's hub and they are proud to be an integral part of driving this industry forward. The Flowcast is also also brought to you by escapepodtank.com. The Escape Pod Tank easily fits into your home and into your life. It is perfect environment for sensory deprivation, it's easy to maintain, and it looks badass. It is the world's least expensive professionally manufactured float tank, but don't think it's cheap. They've designed that thing to last. The exterior panel of the escape pod tank is made from 14-gauge steel, which is powder-coated, and the panels are precision manufactured right here in the United States. They've manufactured the system so it disassembles and easily carries around tight corners and into smaller rooms, and the biggest panel is 48 by 48 inches, so you can move it right into your room. It's not a pain in the neck to move it your house, and it's not one big clunky thing you got to move around colon is. You can move it into a room easily and then assemble it right in there. The pump system is delivered to you pre-assembled and water tested, and it's professionally wired and ready to plug in. So you just got to get it, plug it in, and that's it. No messing around with this, not knowing if there's any GFIs on it, and you're going to electrocute. You don't need to set up any timers. It's all done for you. Installing and building your Escape Pod tank is easy and requires only simple hand tools. Your tank comes with a very detailed instruction manual, and the guys are there to help you help you out over the phone and email as well if you need help putting it together. Once your order is confirmed, it takes about two to three weeks to get the tank to your location if you're in the lower 48 states. Putting your tank together takes about six hours, and it'll be ready for floating in about two days after the it with water. If you're interested in purchasing purchasing a tank, you can t- contact uh, Jeremy at escapepodtank.com. And the Floatcast, last but not least, is also brought to you by FloatForum.com. FloatForum is a new forum that is uh, free to join and is a free information resource for anybody looking to find out information about floating, uh, opening up a float center, or uh, buying salt, or what to put in your rooms, or whatever the case is. Um, So go check it out. FloatForum.com. And here we go. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Tom. And you're checking out episode number 12 of the FloatCast. FloatCast is a podcast all about float tanks, isolation tanks, sensory deprivation tanks, whatever you want to call them. They all have the same goal, which is complete relaxation and complete benefit for the body through relaxation and stimulus reduction. And uh, right now, I'm fortunate enough to be joined by uh, Mr. Shane Stott of uh, IsolationTankPlans.com and also of ZenFloatCo.com. He's going to be uh, releasing a new t- float tank soon, and uh, he's going to going to tell us a little bit about it and uh, drop some knowledge on us. How you doing, Shane? Good, man. How are you? All right, all right, not too bad. Thanks for thanks coming on the uh, on the floatcast, man. I appreciate it. For sure, I'm
1: excited to be here, man. Nice, nice.
0: So, you, uh, how long have you been floating? You know, or involved in you know float tanks
1: or? That is a good question. I was just talking about that earlier today. Uh, I got really really excited to float about three years ago about this time like i was looking i had a was dealing with like panic anxiety and i had found that meditation helped so much and i found my way into the joe rogan stuff like a lot of people so that's kind of how i got started
0: yeah yeah same uh same exact thing with me man it was just uh, <laughs> yeah. i heard it to joe rogan and i and he said it enough times i was like what is this hippie crap and then i looked into yeah. it and i found nothing negative about it and i was like all right well I Dude, I like, I fell
1: hard. As soon as I started watching some videos and uh, I ended up watching the same video just over and over and over and I didn't even float. I just was like, screw it. I'm building the tank. Like, I can't wait. I was I like,
0: that was giving me my next question. Did you float yeah. first or did you build the tank first? And you,
1: Dude, I just built. I like, I was like, there's no way this could go wrong. Like, I, I like meditating and I just couldn't see how it would be a bad deal. But what was funny is like, after I uh, decided to build, I was like, there's probably a lot of people just like me who want to float, but like... You know how it is. If you want even a used tank, you're going to spend at least five grand and then you're going to spend a bunch to ship it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I ended up just documenting the whole thing and everyone's, I've helped like a ton of people build and that's, that's actually been just as cool as floating, as helping all the other people float, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, um, definitely one of the things that I'm realizing running a center is it's not even about the, the money that, I could be making or, or am making it's just like people come out of the tanks and they have this huge smile on their face and they, <laughs> yeah. call, they call me the next day and they thank me and it's like man, that's awesome
1: you know yeah it's so like cool. you' it's like you're bringing them a transformation it's so awesome
0: yeah yeah it really is um so you just started building you started building a tank
1: yeah dude I had so I had an unfinished basement at the time I was a bachelor so I doubt I could do that right now with my fiance in the house but <laughs> I just like turned my basement into a workshop. And most of the build actually went really good, but then when it came to like the skin and the mechanics and getting it all working right, oh my god, it took an extra couple thousand bucks. But when you say skin, our, when you say oh, skin,
0: you mean the inside, like where the water, where like the, the skin, like where the water is? Is that new? Oh, the good skin? question.
1: So like on the outside, I was trying to like skin it with uh, like cover it with linoleum to hold in the insulation and stuff. Okay. And then I was trying different methods to open the door and I went through like three different sets of struts and then I had to install, I ended up going Ozonator and I know a lot of people don't like those, but I've had good results. But the long story to the short story is it, uh, just, it was a lot of trial and error. That's the nicest way I could put it. Yeah. I, uh,
0: I actually just switched over to an Ozonator and I still have all the other, like I still use hydrogen peroxide, but I just keep it at a much lower level now than I would have had to keep it at without the Ozonator.
1: Yeah. It's funny for me. Uh, I would just throw in the ozonator like maybe once a month and it would just really clean it out. I know about the off gassing or whatever, but it was just a thing where I used as needed and it really freshened the water up. It was awesome.
0: Yeah. I only run it at night. I run it for like three or four hours. And then in the morning before I leave for work for my day job, I go in there and I hit a, uh, I have like a four hour button on the ventilation fan for the uh, yeah. for the shower. I just hit that. And then when I come back for work, it's, there's nothing. There's no aroma or anything. There's no smell. It's completely
1: clean. Serious, and I, I know a lot of people hate on them, but I, from my experience, I can't hate on them.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems like if uh, you know, it seems if all the hot tubs are using them, and a lot of people are in hot tubs, obviously, and they're not taking showers, and who knows what else they're doing in hot tubs. Um, you know, if they're using them and having good luck with them. It seems like it would be a smart choice.
1: Yeah, and it's like if you're gonna go hardcore, like, so you you have the center. Do you have to do chlorine, bromine, any of that for the state?
0: It's interesting. Um, I'm in New York State, and the only thing New York State has said as far as float tanks go is that they are exempt from pool or, yeah, New York State has said they are exempt from pool and spa regulations. That's it. New York State hasn't said anything else. And Suffolk County, where I am at, where I'm at, they don't even know what float tanks are. I mean, I was, I was kind of the first guy to open <laughs> yeah. and they had no idea what they were. So I called them a couple of times to make sure I was in the clear and, they were like, a what tank? Are you going to do what? I was like, oh, goodbye. See you later. You know, I don't want to start my own fire. So I kind of, yeah. You know, uh, I'm sure at some point it's going to come down to, they're going to have some sort of standard. But hopefully when they come in, I have all test results and everything. And I can show them, hey, my water's clean. i was been doing the right thing before I even
1: spoke to you guys, you know? Yeah. Apparently there's like so many ways to clean water. But in Utah, I was at Salt City Float a while ago and they were saying how they're required to put a certain amount of chlorine just to meet the rules. Uh-huh. But, uh, just the way each state is, I guess. I don't know a ton about it.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that we don't have to use chlorine, but I guess I understand why some states. I mean, if they make it, they make it. What else? What else are you they gonna just, do? They don't understand it, and they probably
1: just make something happen. I guess. Yeah.
0: So now, so you built this tank. How long did the first tank tank uh, take you to build?
1: I started. I started like uh, so. I found out about floating. I probably obsessed about it for six months. Started building like end of summer. Probably took me couple months i would say i was probably floating in four or five weeks but working out the kinks for another few weeks so fall of i don't even know what year that would be 11 12 Eh. okay
0: that's that's a couple years ago not too many years ago
1: yeah yeah and uh it's it's been a it's pretty pretty solid stream of traffic ever since like so many people are coming and building my tanks in a couple centers people are doing it way better than i did it too like they're skinning them, looking so nice and they're putting the components to make kind of make them look a lot nicer and it's really it was really weird to like the design was in my head, built it and then all of a sudden this just to see my tank in like Canada or Florida. It was just it's really cool. That's been so cool. Yeah, just that is pretty. It.
0: That's pretty. And you now let me ask you did you plan it out? I know that when I build things I'm like, "All right, I I have it in my head." And I start building it, and usually it doesn't come out how I saw it in my head. But usually, you know, <laughs> it kind of comes out like that way. Um, did you have it like written, mapped out, like this is what I'm going to do as far as dimensions and that kind of thing? Are you just like, yeah, this is long enough. Oh, all right. Home, De- Home Depot sells eight feet pieces of wood, like it's eight <laughs> feet long. Like, no. I've done that a couple of times. I can't lie. Not with float uh, stuff, but with other stuff, you know. Like, did you have totally, it all mapped totally out? Like
1: shit, shit always turns out different than you plan it. But mine started with like I knew I had to get a tank in my basement and I knew I wanted like a sealed base. Like I was scared of having water without a awesome seal. Okay. So I sourced like a fertilizer tank that would fit my body perfect size. Hmm. So I knew I was going to use a fertilizer tank. I knew I had to saw it in half to get it in my basement. And then it was all, I, I got so obsessive about it. Like I'm like so one track mind. And I remember like being up night after night after night. And then I, I would figure it out in my head. And it was so weird because a lot of stuff doesn't work. This worked. And it worked right down to, I had to change like some things, but the design basically came out just like I planned. It was cool. And then my uncle has this big ass saltwater aquarium in his house. And he has this guy who's really good at saltwater stuff. And I just uh, had him come in and we documented and it's just aquarium parts. So it's really efficient. And I feel like I got really lucky or like it was like a calling, like it was supposed to happen the way it happened. It was really weird. That's great.
0: That's great. I ended up uh, having to source a lot of aquarium parts also. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, like, the float <laughs> industry probably helps the aquarium industry.
0: Absolutely. When I spoke to the person on the phone, she knew. She goes, "Oh, what are those salt tank things?" We, but the dark. <laughs> I was yeah. like, "Yeah, it's exactly what I'm talking about." But yeah. she had my. Uh, what did I get? I got my uh, temperature control, my uh, thermostat. Yep, yep. It's I great. use an aquarium one on that too. AquaTop, I think it makes it. It's it works great. It has an alarm on it, so if it gets too hot or cold, it goes off and it's loud. I can hear it from the other end of the house. It has like an audio alarm on it. Dude, so, aquarium parts
1: all the way, man. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'll take it. So, uh, so tell us about your new tank. The new yeah
1: that that has been like a.
0: Now I'm sorry, to, sorry to. Now the your old stuff that you were just talking about. Yeah. yeah. That stuff people can find if they want to check it out and, and maybe purchase the plans. They can get that on isolationtankplans.com, dot com, right?
1: You got it, isolation tank plans, and uh, I'm looking to update it. I want to put the plans on how I installed the ozonator, and then. I've had like a few different builders who were all about modifying the design, so I want to get some of that stuff up, and it's just really cool. And like, if anyone wants to get get a hold of me and just to chat about any of this stuff, just email me Shane at Isolation Tank Plans if you're interested in building, and I can just help out. Nice man, that's
0: awesome. All right, so now your new <clears throat> sorry, so now your new endeavor is uh, Zenfloatco dot com, right? That's where you yeah, yeah. find out information about the new stuff that's going on.
1: Okay, so you want me to just kind of dive into it? Yeah, yeah. Tell us about so, it. So, so the tank. So I build the old tank, and I get the side up, and I start helping all these people. And then it was like another, just one of those magical twists of fate, or whatever. Uh, some guy named William gets a hold of me, and he's from England. He's out of China, and he's hit me hit me up, and he shows me this idea he's working on, and it like. No shit, it like blew my mind. Because I had thought so much about how can I make floating accessible? And uh, the way you'd have to see it, and I'm going to show you after this. I'm going to get you a link so you can kind of do the sneak peek thing. Nice. But it's just so innovative the way he came up with a way to build a tank. And when I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, dude. And I helped him come up with all the ideas. Because he, he knew how he wanted to build some things, but he needed like float experience. So I was telling him, you know, this is the way... This is what happens when salt gets on thing. It's got to be stark white. And this is what happens when the ceiling's not slanted. And this is what happens. And we just went through all these details and we spent like, I feel like we've been at it a couple of years, probably about a year and a half, but uh, just finally honed do it down difficulty. into this sweet design and we're ready to go. And then do you want me to go into the launch at all?
0: Well, yeah, but hang on. So, like, for that year and a half, you guys were kind of going back and forth. Like, you were shouting out ideas at him, and he was coming back at you, and you guys were kind of meeting in the middle and and figuring stuff out what worked. And like, is that kind of what was going on for the last year and a half? Yeah,
1: it's funny. We became like really good friends. He came out to Utah. That's where I'm from, and we hung around my house. I met his wife and kid, and it was just really cool. it's, it's weird to be able to like connect with someone freaking out of China. I've become like best friends with him and he's coming to my wedding in Hawaii in March. So Wow. It's just kind of like a weird twist of fate. It was just really cool. Like this whole I would say floating for me in general has been this just this really cool ride of things are supposed to happen in a certain way. It's been really cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, I kinda I, I absolutely understand what you mean. And uh one thing I definitely love about the industry is how welcoming everybody is. Everybody's like, Hawaii, oh, wow, opening a center, that's great. Do you need any help? What do you want to know? Do you
1: want Isn't do that, that weird? Like, it, most industries, like, there's some sort of, like, competition or restriction or they don't want to help. And then, like, just the first thing I did, like, when I started building the tank, uh, Tim Strudwick from Isopod, he help, he just starts writing me and he starts helping me design these little things with, like, air and the cleaning. And then I reach out to Ashcon, He's the guy from Float On. And yeah. he starts helping me. He sets me up to come to his conference. And it's – everyone is so nice. In fact, I was at uh, the – Float Center I think it's Infinity Float down in Provo and uh the everyone is the same it's almost like we come from a place of everyone wants a more peaceful life yeah like there's no there's no cutthroat people here it's really cool
0: yeah it's not um there's even there's another center that's opening up you know near near me and I I went by them <clears throat> I went by them and checked out their place and they they came by here checked out mine and we're helping each other and it's like well, dude how why, awesome why wouldn't you Why yeah. you know
1: why why wouldn't you it's how business should be ran, and in fact, like at the Float Conference, just last year in Portland, Ashcon and Graham from Float on they gave a whole speech on how this is like our industry, like we're in a budding industry, and let's have it so that, or what? It's kind of like let's have it the way we want it. Let's let's like break the rules of old industry and just help each other, and and everyone was awesome, and it, it was just. Got to be the coolest industry, and I've been through a handful of industries, but this has got to be the coolest.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I I was a mechanic. I worked in, in car dealerships, and I, I worked in uh, I, I car dealership. Uh, yeah, I worked on I worked on race cars. I used to restaurants and every kind of industry, and worked in you know, and everything is cutthroat, and they'll help you, but not really. And even if they help you, it's like the cold lotion, where it's like they're not really helping you. But, you know, like, you know what I mean, like. <laughs> So, yeah. but but this is like genuine, like here, here are phone numbers and links and here, here, call this place and call this guy, ask for Dave, you know, he'll take care of you. And it's like, wow. And then that 10 minutes later, you have Dave on the phone and Dave's helping you. And if he can, he sends you to somebody else who will.
1: It's, Dude. It's amazing. It's awesome. Like, uh, the, the car, Carl, the guy who's doing the float nation documentary, mm-hmm. he stopped by, spent the whole day with me and the, I mean, he spent a whole day with a whole lot of people around the country, but he was saying, everyone was inviting he slept at random people's house that he just met and he said every single person was cool and he's <laughs> been through the whole industry now so it's just weird wow so he's i'm actually having said. him on the
0: podcast uh next week oh awesome Dude, yeah like,
1: oh, he's a cool guy yeah yeah i'm sure i'm sure
0: he is he's a floater of course he's cool yeah of course he's cool <laughs> that's easy <laughs> all right so the new uh so when are you guys getting ready to do the big launch like for, as far as we to actually like do you know you can release pictures and do like a press release type thing.
1: Total. Okay. So let me let me give the, uh, the, the proper version of this. So yeah. I would say a couple months ago, we totally arrived at the launch. Like we were ready to go and we had a couple guys who have done successful Kickstarters on huge products. And I don't think I can mention their name, but they went through our Kickstarter and they're like, oh, everything's right. But you need like press and you need a following and you need people to know about this stuff. You can't just like arrive and ask for... We're going to go for $100,000, which is going to be 65-ish tanks.
0: Hey, and I'm here. Said, You're just like, <laughs> you yeah. have your money
1: exactly. now? Exactly. <laughs> and they're like, you got to get that following and get the press coverage and get people lined up. So yeah, that was like the hardest decision because imagine like I'm so focused and we put so much effort into this thing and we arrive. And then it's like, oh, wait, let's hold off till January, you know. Oof. And then we get we're, we're here. It's early January. And it's like, we're really close and we're measuring like we're measuring people and stats and press. And we, we know we could nail like 30 tanks right now, but we're at the home stretch and we don't want to release everything because we don't want it to stagnate. We want it when we're ready to launch, we're going to like a couple weeks early, do some pictures, do some video, let people get excited and then launch. But I, I feel so bad because like I have a bunch of followers on Zen, a bunch of followers on isolation tank plans. And it's always like, soon and dude soon has got to be an annoying annoying answer so <laughs> i am apologizing publicly but we've got to do what we got to do because if this is a, a success you know so many people will be floating so it's just got to do what you got to do type thing
0: yeah and you got to do it the right way and you don't want to come out and and, and have them and have people want them and not be able to sell them to them because you for whatever reason you know not you know because you can't supply him or whatever the case is you got to make sure
1: you it's got to be right it's funny too like i've had some people be like Sweet, I'm going to like sell my car and like I'm going to get a credit card. And no, <laughs> like, no. Sweet. <laughs> oh, man.
0: Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> to
1: mortgage the house. I'm going to sell my kids, whatever. <laughs>
0: that's pretty awesome. Well, your, the whole idea behind this was to make a, uh, a commercially available tank that was inexpensive.
1: Totally. That That's like this isn't this isn't a commercial tank this is like a home tank and you'll see when i send you the preview after this interview but like uh it's it's really all about home use being easy and the price point being below two thousand bucks we're going to come in at 1700 that's unheard of wow it's it's really revolutionary and we took a lot of time getting the patent and going through everything that existed and oh man one of those like it's like it's like i plan on running like a marathon and then i get to the end and they throw in an extra five miles but it's almost here
0: <laughs>
1: man that's awesome
0: it's got to feel yeah. good though man it's got to feel real good yeah you have obviously have at least one of them done and you floated in it
1: yeah, yeah yeah i have i have three tanks in my house right now so we we're on like this is i would call this version 2.5 <laughs> we, we've switched out a couple things we've made a the door cooler but we i mean this thing's like tried and true and I, I've got to be one of the few people with three tanks in their house. I got that's what I'm thinking.
0: Yeah, I mean, three tanks, one house. is pretty. That's pretty badass.
1: Yeah, you want to know what's honestly so awesome is? Uh, these new tanks. My old tanks down in the basement. So I used to like wake up, go down in the dungeon, hop in, and it was. I mean, it's still easy. It's at your house, but now it's like it's upstairs, like one room over. So I stroll down, float, stroll back to my shower. It's like it's the shit, man. And I, I, I just can't wait for other people to experience that. You know? Yeah.
0: Did you, uh, when you put your first tank in, the first one that you built, did you finish the basement around it or you just put it in the bare basement and it's just chilling there like a, like a dungeon? Dude, it's like, it's like I have a
1: parked wooden car in my basement. <laughs> like, it's I uh, I didn't finish it around it. I made this gigantic mistake in the beginning where I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to paint the room black. So it's like fucking outer space. And then, so I paint the room black. Meanwhile, Salt gets all over everything, and I'm like, "Why didn't I paint everything white?"
0: The one thing uh, when I was building my room, my you know my my float room, I kind of like looking at the floor is my biggest like I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if I should do tile, or I didn't I didn't know what to do. But I wanted to make sure it was my biggest thing was slip proof. I don't want to worry about people slipping and falling. So I went with a um, rubber floor. It's made from recycled tires. It's cool. It's awesome. It's, uh, you know, I feel good about it cause it's green. It, it saves like, uh, I think 32 tires or something like that from, from the landfill. So it's good. It wasn't that expensive. The salt doesn't corrode it, which is great, but it's black. So, yeah, yeah. So I see, I see everything. And like every, you know, even if I, if I have a client at night and I mop it, mop up and clean up and everything and I go upstairs and I come downstairs the next day, there's that a haze over it. Like, a, yep, yep. but you know what? they can't slip so you know what i'll take the i'll take the haze over over not having to worry about it you know
1: you got it yeah i actually i didn't finish the room around the tank at all because well i just didn't finish it but luckily some of the i learned very quickly that threadings on pipes for salt just they ooze if you don't take extra steps to like goo them silicone them they ooze so thank god because i probably poured 100 gallons out of that tank going down in my drain and I I had to learn the hard way, and that's how I. So it's, I guess it's nice if you buy the plans because you get to see how to do it right. Right, right, right. Nice man.
0: All right. Well, anything else you want to tell us about the uh, about the launch? No, yeah. uh, we don't have a just, date yet, right? We don't have a definitive date,
1: dude. It's exactly gonna happen soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I feel bad. I we're, we meet every week, and I bet you. We'll be picking a date here in the next couple. Things are so close, and we made like some of the connections. We had like maybe five connections we really wanted to make, and a couple of them had no interest. A couple of them have like half interest, but we're we're there. We just, ugh, I I just can't I can't stick on an exact date, but it's coming. The more plus the more buzz and everything too, right. it just builds like it builds excitement, and for us, it builds confidence. Like okay, let's pull the trigger, let's do it, but people know about this thing now like we've been we've been uh pretty well pushing it for two three months so people are aware and now it's just we got to get ready and do the real deal i would safely i would say probably sometime in february all right because I'm, I'm sure we'll pick a date and then we'll have a couple weeks of giving everyone like the you know the preview and see what it's all about and that's all i got sorry that's such a vague answer no, I, I just all right. really apologize to the whole community because it's I would be irritated. I'd be like, dude, just pick a date. But.
0: Hey, you know what, though? you know, Better apologizing for that than apologizing for putting out a product that's not ready or something that's not ready to go, you know? Dude, you nailed it right there. Yeah. Well, uh, well, where can uh, where can people go to, to help uh, fuel your fuel your fire, man? Where, where can they go to? What websites can they go and check out? Or Twitter? What's your Twitter?
1: Twitter, for sure. ZenFloatCo at Twitter. All right. All right. And then uh, Facebook.com slash ZenFloatCo. Both places will announce it. Okay. So those are the two best places, and honestly, uh, if anyone has any connections and press or coverage, I, of course, we'd appreciate it, and we could try and set you up with something to pay back if anything really goes well on the connections. So it's just, I humbly ask for help if anyone has it.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, help out Shane. He's a good, he's a good, good guy, and he's uh, doing good <laughs> things for the industry. So
1: It's going to be really cool. I think uh, when I send you the preview, you'll have to see what you think and tell people what you think on your podcast cuz i i i just i'd be curious to hear your feedback too. So far all positive.
0: All right. All right. I'll be straight with you too. I won't uh, I won't pull any punches. Well
1: cool, man, people ask like there's a couple simple questions like uh one I gets water cleaning and water cleaning's pretty much the main one cuz people are worried uh, it's got a submersible cleaning system. Okay. But we've uh, we put a lot of effort and testing so we'll have to Unveil it as it's ready to be unveiled, but I'll show you that just right after this. Awesome.
0: Awesome. All right, man. Well, thanks a lot for coming on with us and uh, spilling the beans about your uh, about your float tank. I'm very excited to see it.
1: And, for sure. Thanks for having me, man.
0: Yeah, man. Absolutely. Anytime you want to come back, man, just let me know.
1: Perfect. Anytime.
0: All right, guys. Thanks for checking out the uh, Flowcast. Cast. Uh, take care of all your stuff. Keep your tanks clean. And, uh, you know, take care. Float on. Take care, friends. Bye.